We have a unique opportunity to reach people right now because there's a new need that's presented itself. Hello, I'm Walt Bennett, the president of Organic Outreach International, and this is the uh, one of in a series of six podcasts that we're going to be doing related to outreach efforts in the midst of the pandemic. So welcome. Uh, th- I'm thankful that you're able to join us today. Um, today we have Jeff Luddington, who is the lead pastor of Generations Church in Orange County in California. Uh, Jeff's been on our podcast before, our practitioner's podcast. Uh, so welcome to, the, welcome to the podcast, Jeff. Hey, good morning, Walt. Thank you. I appreciate you having me today. This is the inaugural well, one on this topic, right? Uh, well, actually, Kevin Harney's the first, the very first oh, one. I'm always um, losing to that guy. First question I have, how are you and your family doing? We're doing well. Um, uh, my wife and I, uh, you, since you know Lisa, but people listening may not. So she, she has some chronic illnesses and things. And so we're trying to be extra cautious. I think everybody should try and be extra cautious, but we know her immune system's a little low. And, um, and I have, you know, uh, I have interaction with other people, whether it's going to the store or whatever. And so it's trying to be cautious, um, not fearful at all, just trying to practice what we, what we hear, what we're told to do and, uh, be safe here at home. But we've been, today's Friday, so it's 15 days. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, we moved our church. We're on the edge of, we're in LA County now. You said Orange County, but we're on the edge. We, we border both counties. Yeah. And uh, we made this decision uh, right after the first death in LA, which was uh, two Thursdays ago, 15 days ago. And so we are in the house. We're doing well. Um, no cabin fever yet, but we're doing okay. <laughs> Great. Happy to hear that. And uh, so what are in the midst of everything that's going on, differing reports coming out every day? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the biggest concerns that you're hearing from your church members, yeah. specifically related to the pandemic? Yeah. Um, so, funny enough, several weeks ago, uh, before most people thought this was a thing, and this was happening in China, not really much else, um, I had a guy who is, he lives down the street, he's one of our leaders in the church, call, and he was just absolutely freaked out by the whole thing. And, you know, you had to talk him down, get him out of that panic stage. And it hasn't even start, hadn't even started yet. And then a couple weeks ago, when we went, uh, we, we pulled the trigger 15 days ago to go stay at home, no meetings in the church, everything online. And a few days after that, I talked to another leader in our church and he was on the extreme other side of like, Hey, this is all a hoax or a, you know, conspiracy theory. And (laughs) so these are good, solid people uh, on any other topic, but they were all over the, the map on this. And then over the first week, um, and we did our first online service two Sundays ago, and, or, or excuse me, we did our first online only. We had a, an existing online platform, but um, that week we had um, one of my staff members' mother-in-laws died, uh, his wife's mom, and then we had... Uh, one of my part-time staff lose her other job and uh, my admin had a baby. And so we saw firsthand kind of a, a spectrum of concerns in this. We saw fear. We saw whatever you call the kind of conspiracy idea over there, which was, which was anxiety producing for him. And we saw job loss, death, and even life. So to be fair, we saw some cool things too, but uh, even on that delivery, it was just her and her husband. They couldn't have the family in. They couldn't do like a normal, what you, whatever normal is, but what a normal delivery would look like. And so we kind of run the gamut. Uh, we, we see a ton of different 
expressions of how this is impacting people. Well, and the, the challenge is that even when things are going along normal, as, as much as anything is normal, um, one of the things we talk about with organic outreach is it's hard to continue to focus on making sure mm-hmm. outreach happens in the midst yeah. of all the distractions. In the environment we're in now, everything is just heightened. It's blown up and everybody's kind of hunkering down. How, what yeah. are you doing at Generations? in the midst of these dark distractions to make sure that outreach doesn't fall off the edge of the map. Yeah, and you're right. First off, let me just uh, say that when things are, you know, whatever normal is, we say normal, but whatever that looks like, right? Um, When things are normal, it's hard enough. Uh, Kevin talks a lot about um, that this is an area that the enemy attacks. Like Satan would have evangelism, outreach, mission, whatever you want to call it, would have it cease. Like that's the biggest threat to say, you know, I would assume to Satan. So uh, not that I know what Satan's mind is, but I think that makes sense. And Kevin has commented on how you've got to stay on track. Got to yeah. keep those Kevin rhythms, Harney. right? Yeah. Kevin Harney, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, the guy who beat me out for the first podcast, that guy. So, you know, I'm not bitter or anything, but anyhow, so it's already hard enough, right? It already busyness for me as a thing, as a pastor, I can just get trapped in that thing. And so, as you know, Walt, because we, we talk a lot, um, martial arts, the martial arts community is my missional community, the place where I go hang out with non-believers and build a relationship. Well, that, you know, that's gone right now, right? So, um, our church, though, is experiencing a lot of uh, outreach, a lot of impact. And so, uh, like I said earlier, we already had an online service. So, we had a community of people. Um, that already participated only online. And so it was easy for us when we pulled the trigger, hey, we're just going to go online only. We thought it's just going to be for the rest of March. Now it's looking like all of April too. Uh, in fact, we're rethinking things now for Easter, right? Easter we thought was going to be in person. So um, I did a series of Facebook live videos, short ones, little things like this podcast, and just uh, put out there, hey, how do you live stream a service? So that was helping our church. Yeah. But at the end of it, I said, okay, now listen, if you're already going to do that, if that's how you're going to do church, there's a little button when you go onto Facebook, because we, we stream to Facebook, we're, we're building other platforms right now, but we stream to Facebook Live. And um, we said, listen, when you, start your, when you start to do that, it'll ask you if you want to create a watch party. So click that button. It's a, I, I call it missional lazy, uh, but it's, <laughs> it's something, right? But you click the button and it tells all your friends that you're watching this church service and ask you if, you want, if they want to join you. And so we set uh, two Sundays ago as our first online only service, and we set record attendance for our church, um, wow. well over what normal is. And, uh, and then the second Sunday, we kept emphasizing that, and we, uh, we had thousands of engagements with our second service. Now, to be fair, we're, we're only a, a small church. And so, okay, small is relevant. So we have about 200 people in person on a Sunday, uh, including live stream and in person. And we hit about 2,000 people the second Sunday with engagements. And there's all kinds of looks and views and other stuff, but we hit thousands of engagements. We had people say, hey, I'm a first-time guest right there on Facebook because I asked them to. And we've been able to follow up with everybody. But the reach here has been huge. That's great. That that's uh, impressive. What you've been able to do in a short period of time, and I know that's you know one of the the first things that churches were scrambling with was how do we do online services, and 
it's, it's great that you're looking at ways to not only do the online services, but find out how do we use that as an additional outreach right. tool to, to reach others. And it sounds like it's having, it, it'll be great to see what the follow-up is yeah. when we come back to meeting face-to-face, if that online uh, audience continues, sure. or if some of them actually start to show up at your church. So last question, uh, <clears throat> what new opportunities Aside from what we've already talked about with yeah. uh, with the online streaming, what new opportunities do you see for outreach today in in the midst of what's happening where we're cloistered in our homes? Uh, for for those of you who are listening, uh, we're in California, which is one mm-hmm. of the growing number of states that have shelter in place. So, what new opportunities do you see for outreach today that perhaps weren't there at least to the extent they are now before the pandemic? Yeah. Yeah. So let me, uh, as a pastor, let me say two things. I know this is an outreach focused podcast episode uh, and we always want to do that, but let me do one internal, one external. And so uh, on the internal side, um, we have started to care for online people more. Uh, We've also started to create, uh, so we've created some online, well, we moved all our community groups to online. We did a Zoom platform like you and I are on right now and got everybody that we could in the church on Zoom. And so um, we started connecting with people. Well, then we were reaching people on social media, YouTube, things like that. So we have we are creating now new community groups that are online only that may exist beyond our sequestered time um, to care for those people that were not able to participate before. So that was one. Of course, that's available to folks that don't attend our church and have already invited some of them. Um, we have some commitments. We have some commitments to even come to the church when this is all over. Um, but uh, the the biggest outreach piece, so that's, we'll call that internal, though, uh, you and I know everything we do always has some level of including those beyond ourselves. It's that two degree rule or, you know, kind of going through the levels of, of, of outreach. We always want to make sure that everything we do has that opportunity. So now, and, and a completely outreaching side of that would be um, I was a pastor during 9-11 stuff too. I was a leader back then, not a pastor yet, excuse me. Uh, but I was a leader in a megachurch and we had incredible turnout. What happened then, 9-11 hit, the fear hit, the panic, the unsure of a future kind of thing hit. And we opened our doors and people flooded in to pray. And, uh, you know, Sundays were packed. And like you said, it's interesting to see what will happen on the other side of this. Um, because I don't know how great the impact was on the other side of things settling down after 9-11. I don't know that it was that big, but I know we reached some. Um, this has that same feel. There's a fear. There's anxiety. There's unsure futures. There's job loss. There's whatever, right? And so all those things, um, it's creating that same kind of environment. So we have a unique opportunity um, to reach people right now because there's a new need that's presented itself. Um, I had a guy who doesn't attend the church, but I know him. His, his family attends the church. Every once in a while, he'll swing in. And he watched the live stream from front to back, and he commented on it. And I just followed up with him. And he says, well, I feel like one of those guys that, you know, goes to prison and gets Jesus in prison. And I said, no, man, that's not you. He goes, like, I'm just doing this because <laughs> of this. But but I know that's what he's feeling. You know, he's feeling some different things. And so uh, we are opening up, we're going to do our first prayer night with the whole, ch- uh, inviting the whole church into a prayer night. We're looking at how to navigate some of those things, even just tech challenges, people not muted, whatever, going through those things. But there is a true desire for people right now 
to gather in our separateness, if you will, but also for those outside the church, those that don't attend, there's a true desire to plug into something. Uh, I had one person just say, hey, I just need some positive vibes right now. You know, never the way I would explain Christianity, but right. hey, you're welcome. We, we, it's an we opening. want you. Yes, it's an opening, right? So, um, so we're creating new opportunities based on the feel. And again, it reminds me a lot of 9-11. Um, you were still in the military, I think, in 9-11. And so there was that feel, right? And we're just addressing those concerns with digital resources, if you will. Yeah, very good. Excellent. And and uh, so follow on to that, what do you see that's becoming an opportunity now that actually would be great to continue even after yeah. this this all settles down and we all kind of feel some whatever the new normal is? Yeah. Yeah, I, there's been two. Um, I'll, I'll be real blunt and honest. I would have told you, if you had asked me a month ago, I would have said, we have a brilliant online uh, presence, right? Our live stream is amazing, blah, blah, blah. We'd have some great comments come in through it. Oh, it looks so professional, this and that. It's, and it's a good team of volunteers, really. That's what makes it really cool. But it wasn't that engaging. When everybody went to it, I started realizing some of the gaps. So we've changed camera angles. We've adjusted things to reach people. So we're learning about ministry in this season as well. Um, plus putting everybody on, uh, like community groups, Bible studies, mops groups, men's meetings, all kinds of things, putting them all online has taught us, um, uh, that between the, the, the live stream portion and getting everybody online, it's taught us this. We have tools and resources right now that we typically overlook. We use them. Like I use Facebook live, but not to its potential to reach people. Uh, I will jump on and do a live video right now. Just, hey, here's what we're doing. Or if we were live streaming this right now to social media, you know, we'd have tons of people jumping on it right now. And it just reminded me that we have resources and tools that we don't use to their potential. I've likened it to kind of my computer, right? My MacBook does things that I'm not equipped to do. It does more than I can, right? learning and using the rest of it would make me more productive or better off or whatever. And so the same thing with the church, we have resources that we are underutilizing. And on the other side of this, I will utilize them better. Uh, my team will utilize them better. We will, we will embrace ministry, whatever, like the new normal, like you said, we'll embrace that. Um, but we will see these resources as far more helpful than we ever did. Excellent. Thank you very much. So, uh, Pastor Jeff Ludington, uh, our guest this morning, uh, sharing with us what they're doing at Generations Church and, and some of their satellite churches down in Southern California yeah. as we deal with this pandemic and the fallout from it. Uh, thank you for tuning into this. If, if this is the first of this series that you've listened to, I encourage you to uh, go on the website and uh, check out some of the other episodes. We're really, you know, in the midst of uh, an environment right now where uh, if you're a pastor or a church leader, you may be, uh, be being inundated right now with all kinds of technical emails about how do you get your services up online? How do you take care of the flock? How do you do this in the times? Uh, we really want this series to focus on how do we take care of those who are lost and make sure that yeah. that doesn't fall off the radar. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Jeff, uh, once again, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you. And uh, give our best to Lisa. I hope uh, I you guys continue to, to fare well through the, the remaining course of this. Uh, and for all those listeners, thank you very much again for tuning in. And I hope to see you and hear you again later. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Organic Outreach International's short podcast series. 
on maintaining your outreach focus in the midst of dark distractions. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, I encourage you uh, to take a, a look at what we have online. It's a series of six different episodes talking with pastors about how they're dealing with maintaining a focus on outreach in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. Until next time, this is Walt Bennett with Organic Outreach International. Thank you.